Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city it lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm Hello, everybody. God bless you today. This is Susan Puzio, and I want to welcome you to the Prophetic News radio broadcast. And uh, we are here live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we are also on Monday on the Prophecy Zone radio network at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can catch us at either time. Of course, you can always go to blog talk radio slash prophetic news and listen to our archive programs. We've actually been broadcasting now just about two years, so uh, we've been broadcasting almost every week. So I would say we probably have over 75, maybe 100 programs. And uh, we have many, many different topics to talk about today. Uh, My guest will be Phil Armstrong from the Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio and uh, Christine Wick, and she is the author of Explain This, a verse-by-verse explanation of the Book of Revelation. So. We see so many um, signs of the times, don't we? Uh, We see earthquakes in diverse places, floods like we've never seen before. I know there was a real bad flood last week in New Jersey. Uh, My cousin, she's lived in the same house for over 60 years, and they never had a flood. Uh, The Passaic River never flooded like that. And uh, they were cleaning water out of their basement for days, and uh, they lost everything in their basement. So uh, we see wars, uh, many wars, especially in the the Middle East, um, devastation in the nation of Africa. But Jesus Christ said to look up because your redemption draweth nigh, and uh, I'm going to read a scripture to you in Luke, Luke 21, and and uh, I will start at verse 8. Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye therefore after them, but when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up in the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony." Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And you shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren 
and kinsfolk and friends, and some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but there shall not one hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let not them that are in the countries enter thereunto. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them which are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And uh, don't we see so many of these events actually happening right before our eyes? Actually, today we will be talking about the uh, war, the coming war with Israel, uh, the uh, vote in the UN to uh, make the give the Palestinians a state inside the tiny nation of Israel. So we are going to uh, be talking about all that today, and I think that there's so much that we need to know about the book of Revelation, about the end times. Um, Jesus said that also in Luke 21, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. That is a great and precious promise, because we know We don't have to be afraid of what's coming on the earth because the Lord Jesus Christ is with us. Uh, He will deliver us. Uh, He will save us. No matter what happens to us in this life, uh, we know that uh, Jesus Christ has overcome death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. So um, also I want to uh, direct you to our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel and that channel is Jonah T for Tom 48, and uh, we're we're starting a new YouTube channel. I just I just have two videos up on the new channel, Prophetic News TV. But we'll be uh, spending more time making uh, videos for YouTube. Uh, YouTube's a great ministry, and I noticed that uh, some of these uh, false prophets. Uh, such as Mike Murdoch, Creflo Dollar, uh, uh, Leroy. Oh, I can't remember his name, but anyway, this one Leroy. Uh, they they like to uh, have people. If anybody criticizes them uh, on YouTube, not they don't do it to everybody. They kind of pick and choose, but. They complain to YouTube and they, and they have your your videos <laughs> taken down. Oh, anyway, it's like, don't you have anything else to do with your time? Uh, the truth is the truth, and uh, if you can't, if if they try to stop me, well, they can't stop the Holy Ghost from convicting people. I wonder if some of these people have a conscience. Anyway, uh, I I thought it was. Um, kind of funny in a way when Mike Murdoch has to uh, take time out of his day to uh, file a complaint against me with YouTube and have one of my videos about him taken down. But like I said, if he has any conscience at all, he can't get he can't uh, escape 
the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. So, uh, and anyway, there's other voices out there besides mine. I'm going to uh, bring one of my guests on. Hello. Hey, Susan. Hi, Phil. Uh, Howdy. How you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Uh, football season started, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, I don't see Christine. Okay. Uh, I don't know if uh, I forgot to send her an email to remind her, so maybe she didn't remember. But anyway, yeah. I might email her real quick here. Okay, so cool. um, how is everything over there in uh, Washington? Is it quiet? Oh, it's pretty good. It's um, a little chilly, but believe it or not, they, since the kids started, the first day they went back to school, they got chilly. I mean, before that, it was warm, nice and warm and hot. And I went to one of my son's football games. Of course, he didn't play in it yet. He's going to play in about a week or two. But uh, yeah. his team was playing yesterday, and it was kind of chilly out there. I took my little uh, son, my 8-year-old son, and he's sitting there covering up with his shirt, using his shirt to cover up his legs. So, yeah, when, <laughs> it, when straight, summer's over, it's over. It I went out this morning, too. I live in the state of Florida, and uh, it's been so hot, like even in the morning you go out and it's like a steam bath. But this morning wow. I actually felt a cool breeze. So yeah. I said, well, I guess um, summer's just about over. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm glad it's it's over because it gets pretty hot here. I imagine where you live, you, you, you still have pretty good weather even in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to ask you, Phil, about the vote that is coming up in the UN. Could you please explain to our listeners exactly what this vote is about and why it will have an impact on the nation of Israel? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, Israel was trying to uh, get to the peace table and um, and try to establish a peace with its neighbors before they would want a Palestinian state. Um, they wanted to sit down at the table. However, um, we know that in the Palestinian Charter, talks about the destruction of Israel, that's and we know that they're the not having... The, the charter that's actually up uh, for a vote at the U.N.? No, no, it's just the way... The, the, the charter is sort of like their constitution, uh, kind of like the Palestinian constitution, where they believe in the destruction of Ju of Israel. Um, they 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 have um, uh, what is called, like sort of like our Bill of Rights or our, our, our constitution, uh, where they... They say in their uh, in this in these papers, these documents that they want uh, playing out Israel to be destroyed, and Israel wanted them to uh, remove this from uh, that papers, those papers. Uh, and so, what's happening is uh, that was part of the deal. Now, Israel is not going to come to the fourth, you know, into the international. Uh, body and say we want them to remove it. They've already said that we want them to remove it from their um, doctrine, um, and they won't do it. They won't do it. So how could you live side by side with somebody if you if you want their ultimate destruction? So to answer your question, I'm getting to that in a second. Um, the UN vote is the Palestinians way of getting uh, is a boss's way of getting around accepting Israel as a nation so in other words they're not accepting Israel as a, as a nation now how can you not accept Israel as a nation where you're not a nation yet in the first place either I mean you're not a nation yet so how can you say that you're not accepting Israel as a nation 
but anyway, uh, Israel wants them to look at them as, hey, we we are a nation. We have the right to exist. So the Palestinians are saying they don't have the right to exist with their twisted mind. Now, we yeah. know back uh, in Genesis, we see the uh, fightings going on early on between the little Isaac and Israel. Now, they're brothers. Technically, Israel's brothers with these right. guys. But we right. don't ever look at it that way. Oh, they don't like you to say that to them. They get very upset. Yeah, they do. Um, but Abraham's their father. Bill and Isaac had the same father. <laughs> yeah. So so the U.N. vote is, is the Palestinians' way of getting around accepting um, Israel as a nation. So they're going to go straight. That, so that's why the, um, Benjamin Netanyahu was trying to go um, to different um, countries and and sell the bid to reject uh, the vote coming in to play. Now they want to divide Jerusalem uh, when they so so when they go to the UN for the vote, they're going to be discussing the, the, now they're going to be discussing it earlier than the twentieth. So sometime in the, you know in the, in, the, in the middle of, of, of September they're going to start discussing and then they're going to try to come up with a vote. Uh, probably around the 23rd, I've oh, heard. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So here's the deal, folks. Um, when and you can study this too. Like I tell tell some people. Some people ask me on Facebook. Some people ask me on YouTube. Are you a prophet? You know, and I say no. I'm just me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you can go research this yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm nobody special. If I was somebody special. I would have made it. Trust me, I would have probably, you know, you know, I, I'm pretty sure God would have exploded this ministry a long time ago. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I kind of realized that um, God was going to keep it down to a certain point, you know, where I'm not worldwide because I don't, I don't, I don't really want to even be worldwide. You know, I just want to do what I have to do as a person. I don't have. If you notice. Behind me and Susan's name, especially mine, I don't have evangelist Phil Armstrong or prophet Phil, no. prophet Phil Armstrong, or you know Armstrong. Reverend Armstrong or Pastor Armstrong. <laughs> I, I don't even care about that stuff. I'm just me, Phil That's Phil it. Armstrong. If you want to call me Junebug, go by Junebug. That's what they used to call me back in Michigan. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> getting back to the Palestinian thing, if they come out of that thing, sister and folks that are listening, if they come out of the Palestinian vote and say that, hey, we are we now have a Palestinian state, for, you know, peace, 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 and we have here, the capital will be East Jerusalem, I can almost guarantee you, well, according, well, actually, I'll back up. I won't say guarantee you. But I can say this. God's judgment is not that far around the corner. Yeah. And um, I, I, myself, believe that um, I was checking out this morning before the show and I was looking at the names of the hurricanes. I'm not talking about the violence of the hurricanes themselves but I was looking at the names. I want you to run in there and get my paper. But um, it was kind of weird um, the names of the, the the definition of the names. Let me run in here and get because uh, I was in my garage. I actually got my garage set up as a studio but I, yeah. I don't have it set up all the way. But That's let me good. tell y'all the names. Uh, now look at Lee. Look at the tropical storm Lee for a second. Look at the tropical storm Lee. Tropical storm Lee is definition is shelter from the storm. Now keep in mind Hurricane Lee is. Technically a storm, but on its own. So how could it have the definition shelter from the storm? It's beyond me. Um, also, uh, Katina means pure. And she's sitting off the base of uh, the Atlantic ready to come in. And Irene, we just got through with, means oh, yeah. Um So God can be sending a message because, remember, that storm, wasn't as bad as uh, it, it could have been. So, no, it wasn't. But it did. So, it did. It did a lot of damage. That story. Yeah, it did a lot of damage, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Now, looking at these names, 
it could be a message from God that, you know, a storm is coming, but you can get shelter from the storm. Because remember, Lee is not even as bad as it can. All these storms is not as bad as they could be. So God is sending a signal, sending a message. And I believe when they divide Jerusalem, there will be a shelter from the storm. It won't be a storm uh, where uh, people think. It would be, be far worse than Katrina, far worse than all these other storms put together. But anyway, I just thought I'd go there for a second. So do you think that they are definitely going to divide Jerusalem? Yeah, eventually they will. Um, eventually they're going to divide Jerusalem using uh, East Jerusalem as the capital of um, the Palestinian state, and eventually there's going to be a judgment uh, from God after that. And if you read Zechariah and uh, some of the books in the Old Testament, it'll give you um, the recipe for disaster. It'll give you, so it says anybody who, anyone, anyone who has to do with dividing Jerusalem. So if you take a, so the United States is Spain, if you hear the United States is Spain from vote, voting, God can look at it that in two ways. He can look at that as, hey, you're sustaining because you don't want the public ridicule, but this is your form of not backing Israel. Of course, he's going to probably say that. And the other way is he's going to say, hey, you sustain, so I'm going to leave you alone. So uh, it's, it, we're, God's ways are not our ways. But all those countries that will vote for uh, a Palestinian state, um, and vote for the dividing of Jerusalem, probably will see uh, immediate worldwide destruction, which will give the platform for the rise of the Antichrist immediately. So if you see that happen, and, and you know the next day after, on the 21st is Peace Day. It's International Peace Day. So if you see them, if you see uh, on your news, your local news, that they have established a Palestinian state and they have used East Jerusalem for a capital, you can almost bet you that judgment is, is coming very soon. So you might as well, either if you're a preacher, rapture person, pack your bags. And if you are mid in the post, make sure you get your food supplies. I'm just being funny there. But um, it, it's coming. So if that happens this September, if they devise uh, Jerusalem, then we can almost guarantee you that there's going to be immediate destruction. Because in the Word of God, it says, it says when they holler, peace, peace and safety, sudden destruction comes upon them. Now, here's what I believe that is going to that's actually going to transpire. Is I think there's going to be a war before um, that that Palestinian vote. And I, I woke up, sister, on um, the first. I was I uh, went to bed on the you know the, the night. I went to bed kind of late, and I didn't eat anything. So I went to bed, and I dreamed. I had a dream, uh, and it was me. Uh, I guess we were on a base somewhere, and it was the same people that I was witnessing to a couple of years earlier about 9-11, because when 9-11 happened, before 9-11 happened, I was just witnessing to the people. They asked me how could America be taken down, and I told them, well, the Twin Towers, have you ever thought about the Twin Towers being, like, they could be hit? And I don't know where I got that scenario from. I think I got it from the X-Files. I think I got it from Alex Jones. I don't know where I got the scenario from. But uh, anyway, it's the Holy Spirit People were speaking. actually talking about it before it happened, that they could Before we hit. found out about it. I don't know about before it happened, but before we even knew it happened. So somebody, the NCO, and I thought, it was, I thought I was in a dream for a second. The NCO, you know, the, the person in charge said, come on, gather around, gather around, everybody. He was about 35 people. He's like maybe about 40. He's like uh, the Twin Towers just been hit, and everybody just, their mouth just dropped because I was just telling them that, and and I, I and they always listened to me after that. Matter of fact, I had a brother kind of remind me of that. Uh, a, a guy that used to be stationed with me, uh, he kind of reminded me of that. And that was 11 years ago. That was 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. So he kind of reminded me. I remember we used to sit around and talk about this stuff. Now it's happening. That's what he said. Yeah. So um, uh, I had a dream, and it was the same people that I was talking to then. And I, and, and somebody had came by and said, Damascus is, taken, is, is destroyed. Get in the vans. We need to go back. We need to go back to, you know, the camp. So we get in the vans and go back to camp, and that was the dream. That's all I remember about the dream. But the thing is, it happened on the 1st of September, which is a strategic point 
um, to verify what will happen that month. So um, if if, if Syria is attacked in the next couple of days or weeks, then uh, I believe what can happen is uh, rather than just the Palestinians going into the U.N. for a vote, they might have a peace agreement of some type um, brokered by the President of the United States, uh, uh, the German Chancellor, um, and uh, the, the French President uh, gathering together instead of one person and then coming out with a peace deal that does, does not have a time on it. Well, why um, uh, why is the uh, nation of Syria? Because really, we didn't even hear that much about Syria. Now all of a sudden, uh, they're our enemy, and uh, we need well, to they, get rid of the head. So well, why, they make who they, why is they make Syria who they make important an enemy. Bible prophecy? Yeah, they make they make who they make for an enemy because I mean, have you ever heard of the term "the best money enemy can buy" or, or the best? Enemy money can buy. There's there's a there's a thing out there where people kind of make jokes of that. But uh, uh, like Saddam Hussein, for instance, uh, if you have, if you go back in history, you see a picture of Saddam Hussein shaking hands with Rumsfeld. You know that they were friends. Yeah. <laughs> or Lebanon's uh, Libya's president, you know, hanging out with uh, his his. Uh, his sweetheart. He wants to you know Condoleezza Rice, who he has a crush on. Yeah, but wasn't. Uh... Wasn't um, Saddam Hussein? Wasn't he put in power actually by our country? Yeah, by the CIA a lot, but it, yeah, it but doesn't look CIA. like that on the surface. But uh, yeah, I mean, we put yeah. a lot of people in power. I mean, the, the CIA has been messing with history with the KGB and the, and the MI5 and the, and all these organizations, Mossad. They've been messing with history for a while. But these organizations are ran by Satan, and people don't understand that. They understand they're because that's why people don't believe in the conspiracies because they think it's too broad and they think it's too you know it's too it's too much to to manage. But the Bible calls Satan the, the prince of the power of the air. I mean he he's 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 regulating these organizations. But to answer your question, Syria, uh, I said this at the beginning of the year on a radio program, and I also said it to my wife. I sat her down on the couch and I and I drew a um, a um, I drew a funnel. Uh, and I said at the at the wide part of a funnel, you know the funnels you put the oil in your vehicle. Yeah. Well, the wide part of the funnel uh, is, you know, a lot of things happening, but it's so broad you can't really tell. And as as the oil swoops down through the narrow part of the funnel, you know, activity is taking place. It's being transferred. The oil is being transferred from the from the funnel to your vehicle. Well, I believe, or just like a drag racer, when a drag racer comes out of the starting gate, the car is actually looks like it's slow, and then it picks up speed. Well, I believe that that would happen in the in these days that we live in, and Syria will be the number one issue because the more I read Isaiah 17, the more I seen that hey, this is probably a bridge. Uh, somebody says, well, bridge for what? Well, bridge from Psalms 83, which is the uh, Israel's immediate nations like Egypt, Jordan, um, you know, all of those little bitty, uh, uh, and then more like Libya, uh, Lebanon, uh, actually Lebanon, uh, Libya's not in that one. And then it turns out that uh, these countries will attack Israel first, and that's why you see border issues in the Sinai right now with uh with uh, Egypt, uh, and Syria? Egypt was our friend for a while. With Israel, friend for a while. And I'm sorry, Egypt. Egypt was Israel's friend for a while, and now they have Barack. And now we're, you know, they're enemies. They're fighting now. Yeah. And uh, Jordan has yet to step in, but I'm pretty sure Jordan's going to follow. Uh, so these immediate nations, uh, Egypt, Jordan, uh, you know, Lebanon, uh, they're going to start fighting Israel pretty soon. And uh, I think what's going to happen is, is Syria is going to do a suicide mission, which what I mean by that is they're going to do their own Samson's fist, meaning they're going to say, okay, if NATO's coming in, we might as well start the war first. And I think that's what's going to happen in the next couple of days, which gives Israel, which Israel think they have ground to go in and smash uh, Syria. But it turns out that after that ev- event, 
and they do take out Damascus, everybody's going to look at Israel as the enemy, and they're going to look at Israel in a harsher way than they used to. And it ain't going to be easy to divide Jerusalem after that. It's like, how can you come into somebody's land and take it and divide it when it's not yours in the first place? I don't get that. Yeah. That's just like, how would we like somebody to Mexico and Canada to come oh, in and try it. to divide one of our states? We go to war yeah. with that. So yeah. how can people, the, the, the hypocrisy is that people yeah, expect Israel to be sense, still. Really, yeah. Lay down like a lady and take the rape. You know, I'm the rapey, I'm, you know, I want to rape you, stay there, relax while I do it, and I'll get up. Well, it's the same thing with Israel. Everybody's thinking Israel. Israel's been restraining uh, their uh, unleashment of total uh, revenge. They've been, they've been holding back for so long, and they've had so many reasons, Susan, to go in and blow people up. I mean, they've had so many reasons. Now, we know the Lebanon War in 2006 was the, um, I think it was 2000, I think that was the one, um, uh, was a complete, it was actually not fought successfully. I don't know if they did that on purpose or what, um, but it was not fought successfully. So uh, Lebanon is going to have a lot of more, um, you know Lebanon's controlled by Hezbollah completely. And you know already what happened in Syria. Syria is already, I mean, excuse me, uh, what happened in Egypt. Egypt is already controlled by the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. We see Libya, they're controlled. They just replaced Libya's leader, uh, Gaddafi, who's been there for a a long time, who wasn't bothering anybody. Now they replaced him with somebody who will bother somebody. Yeah. So go figure I mean, it's like the global in the in the Bilderbergers. We know that. The, let me explain what the Bilderbergers is. It's a it's a it's a, it's a uh, organization that started off um, and and in the in the early is it four, four, I think it's 1940s. And this organization uh, had a uh, meeting, their first meeting somewhere in um, Switzerland, and. Uh, it was in a hotel called the Bilderberg Hotel, and these people met in secrecy. Now, these are your top uh, CEOs, politicians, kings, kings, I mean, literally so it's kings. by invitation only that you can join. By invitation here. only, secrecy. Uh, the media does not cover these. They're not allowed to cover these people. So what happens is, like for instance, Obama, President Obama, he goes into the. He he was the last person who goes. He went there with Hillary Clinton. I don't I don't know if y'all remember in 2008 when Hillary and Obama, President Obama, uh, vanished off the radar, meaning nobody knew where they were. They were even talking about it on, on NBC, CSNBC, Fox, CNN. You know, your local channels, they were asking, where did they go for, like, a couple hours? Well, they went yeah. to the Bilderberger meeting, and they came out, and guess, and they anointed the president. They said, okay, Barack Obama, you're president, and she needs to be given a top priority, and we'll see you in 2012, Hillary, or 2000, or the next one. But she's looking pretty old, older. She's going to be, she's probably going to be like, forget it. I don't want nothing to do with it pretty soon. I can just look well, at yeah, she'll be in the 70s by the time. But also, yeah. So also, the Bilderbergers had uh, Bill, uh, Bill Clinton come to the meeting, and he left the meeting as president. And also, back in 2003 or 2002, um, actually 2001, they they were saying that we're we going to go into uh, Iraq in 2002. And then the Bilderbergers came out of the meeting and said, no, we're going to go there in 2003. And you know what happened. We went in in 2003. So the Bilderbergers, this this, this year, I'm sitting on my porch, so if you hear motorcycles and stuff, that's what that is. Uh, my okay. son is on the prowl, so I have to get away from him. <laughs> I apologize. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, what the Bilderbergers uh, did this time was they, um, they came out and said, we're going to expand the war in the Middle East. Now, expand the war in the Middle East can mean, a few things. It can just mean to expand the war between two nations or expand the war between a lot of nations. Now, I know it to be a lot of nations because I understand and I've read, and a lot of y'all out there have read, the fact that we needed to study the generation size. When Jesus is saying, I learned the parable of the fig tree, he's talking about Israel. 
and I've heard some of the uh, a better, some of the better preachers deny that he's talking about Israel, but they deny they replacing Israel with the church already anyway. So what difference does it make? But uh, in 1948, Israel became a nation. So you go up uh, 70 years, which is spoken of in the Psalms 90. It tells you the generation size, and it says three score and ten, which is seventy years. And if you're healthy enough, you make it to eighty. Now, we yeah. if you walk, if you go to the mall and travel around, you're gonna see a lot. Or if you read the obituaries, you're gonna notice a lot of people drop dead in their fifties. So it's not it's not anything new to say that the seventy years is the generation. So nineteen forty eight to two thousand and eighteen was the generation will run out. So. Here's some things that could happen in the next week, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we know that uh, we don't. Right now, I don't. I'm, I'm not 100% uh, sold on comet Elanine, which is looks like to me it's not a uh, comet at all. It looks like to me it's a uh, a planet. But uh, yeah. um, at the same time, I'm torn between it, so I really don't pay attention to it any, I mean, as much as I used to. Um, yeah. I'm sort of leaning towards looking towards the skies anyway, looking at Jesus. But uh it's interesting it's folks, sometimes that it's just this comment, be a distraction. Yeah, it could be a distraction. But at it's the like same Y2K, time, it was a big distraction. Yeah, it was a huge distraction. Uh along with uh I'm not saying this thing is not real. I'm just saying that we have to be careful that we don't get our feelings hurt. And a lot of times when we get our feelings hurt in this natural world, we tend to stray from the thing the very thing that we were trying to hold on to in the first place, which is Jesus. Yeah, so we have amen. to be careful on these issues because if we yeah. we think that common element is real and it turns out to be real, we're gonna be like, Wow. But if it turns out to be fake or phony that the devil stuck up there just to just to get us to rattle our well, that's a again, distraction, yeah. Yeah, we're we'll gonna be, we'll be the hurt. Same. I kind of put it in the, the same, uh, like, uh, Y2K was, because yeah. I, I didn't think yeah, anything big was going to happen at Y2K. I, I thought, well, you, you mean that all these big, intelligent people that uh, put together the computers, uh, like Bill Gates and these people, oh, yeah, they they want to go bankrupt in the year 2000? No, I don't think so. Actually, they're <laughs> no. not that stupid. It, it no. was one of the times of great prosperity because at that time you could buy a penny stock uh, for 15 cents and then you know, four, three or four weeks later it's worth $20. So yeah. it was it was a boom for smart people, but the devil, sometimes he just gets you sidetracked. Yeah. And uh, that's it when we take our eyes off Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but... I, this whole situation there in the Middle East, it's so interesting because uh, now if they don't pass this vote, say at the the end of September, uh, what if they reject the uh, Palestinian state at this time? Then will they bring it up for another vote? Well, I, I believe from from what I see is and what I've read is that uh, it's going to be a war anyway. Yeah. Um, the Palestinians will go to war because of the fact that it was not a Palestinian state. And they're going to think Israel went around and and tried to convince everybody. But it looks like they got the votes. Uh, oh, really? They're not really worried too much, if you notice. They just, they, the only thing they're doing now is it's like being a president, running for president. You already know you got, you know, got the votes, you're going to get the votes, but you just don't sit down. You keep going. You keep yeah. running for president. So, uh, a boss is still going around along with his uh, officers and his uh, other uh, political uh, comrades is going around promoting, just like Israel, um, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and his officers, Perez and all those guys, uh, they're going around trying to do the opposite and trying to get people not to vote for it. But anyway, the, anyway you shake it, it's going to be a war. And and like I said, going back to that comment, uh, Y2K can be also a distraction uh, to a point that it, it, it distracts people from seeing, uh, believing uh, that it act, something actually could happen that's phenomenal. Because if you read, I don't think that Luke 21 was illustrated just for the for the uh, revelation. I think he was trying to give us a warning outside of the tribulation period. Uh, and if you read it. If you read it carefully, 
uh, you, you see, um, and I'm talking about Luke 21. If you read yeah. Luke 21:34, he says, "Pray that you're, you you should be kept out of, or that, that or you be able to stand in front of the Son of Man." Yeah. So standing in front of the Son of Man is the judgment seat of Christ, meaning the beam seat of Christ, where you you're judged for your works. So uh, you're praying that you be counted worthy to escape. If you guys can grab a Bible and read that. It's saying to pray that you are counted worthy to escape these things. Now, how can you escape these things unless uh, unless you maybe miss the whole thing? You know, because the, the event that he started off talking about in early in that chapter was about the revelations. But if you read Matthew 24, I don't have a Bible with me. I'm standing outside. But if you read Matthew 24, the tribulation period starts at verse 8. Everybody thinks that whole chapter is about uh, uh, the tribulation period. It's not. If you read where he says uh, there should be false prophets among you, and then he goes on to say, uh, he says, uh, there should be earthquakes and pestilence and famines. And then he says, he says there should be wars and rumors of wars. And then he goes on to say nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And then he says a key thing. Then he says, and these should be the beginning of birth pains. And then he goes on to train. It's like it shifts. And he says, then you should be handed over. I don't know what Matthews actually says verbatim after that chapter, but I know he's saying you should be handed over to be you know, blah blah blah, and then a couple of verses later, he says, and this, and then you should see the abomination, the cause of desolation, which is the middle of the tribulation period, and then a few few verses later, then he said, then you should see the son of man coming with power. You, you see that, so that whole chapter is actually divided, and everybody looks at that chapter as a whole chapter, and it's the it's, it's the book of Revelations. It's not the whole thing. Yeah. Most of it is to the Jewish people, because yeah. at that time when he wrote that book, Matthew wrote that book, uh, the church was not formed at that time. But what I'm saying is, from verse one, when they when the disciples asked him, so what about this temple up here? He says this temple will not, this temple will not be left one stone. And a few minutes later, he starts illustrating what will be happening prior to my coming. And then he'll say there should be false prophets, there should be yeah. wars and rumors of wars, there well, we should be famines. That. And then all of a sudden, nations should rise against, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, nations should rise against nation and kingdom against yeah. kingdom. You know, so what it is, is a shock. So the, the, the globalists who really run the world understand shock and awe. It was not just based off of uh, Iraqi war, where you shock and yeah. awe. So it was based off, their, their whole... It's order out of chaos. So yeah. what they believe in is to shock somebody. So when you say, because uh, 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 I hear a lot of people say, and I say it myself. I say, you just heard me say it, that Y2K, I'm, I'm asking myself, is this common element in another Y2K, or could it be real? So if it's real, what did God say to the church? He, he was saying to some, he was saying this. They were, they, they, somebody was saying, well, the, the resurrection has already came. And then God gave an illustration. He said, this should be, he says that, uh, he says, I shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe yeah. a lie. Yeah. And I've always wondered, what is this strong delusion? Why does he say that? So when the Christians, for those who are pre-trib, and this is, I'm only talking to those who are pre-trib right now. If there is a vanishing, if God decides to, if he does come back and get his people, you're going to have to justify what happened to all those people. So when he says, and I shall send them, a strong, them, the people of the world, a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. What lie? So after the church is gone and all these people vanish, including babies and, 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 and people all over in, in the governments and, 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 and official places, a business and the NFL and the CFL and the, all this, you know, all because it's football season now. If you have some people vanish, you're gonna be hurting. So, uh, so if you see all these things happening, you're gonna be sitting up there saying, "Okay, so what happened?" The UFO. You're gonna have these shows come on. Oprah Winfrey might even do a special on what happened. Was the Earth purified? Was it cleansed? Well, is this the new world? I mean, is this the no, new age? No, the UFOs. Yeah, and then they also talk about UFOs. Um, 
sightings and all this other oh, stuff. It's I not know. me. It's not, I don't believe in the Nephilim and all no, this other stuff, but I do believe what the Bible says. I don't believe in any angels coming down. I don't believe, well, with me, I don't believe in UFOs. I don't believe that there's outside where a spaceship is going to come say R two D two, you know, and or you must follow us. But I do. Well, believe I want to know what they're smoking if they're seeing you. Well, well, I do believe in aliens. And if you read Ephesians six, Ephesians six says that we fight not, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. And diverse and wicked places. Yeah, but they're talking places. about devils. They're talking yeah, about demons. If there is a rapture, which I believe there is, and millions of people vanish, if I was a demon, I would take advantage of it. If I was Satan, I would take advantage of it. And I would have to, that's why I said, and I should send them a strong delusion. So if common element turns out to be correct, I mean, I, I'm, I've, I've always left room for the un, the un, the unseen. I've always left room for the the astronomer, uh, you know, the the great, you know, illusions. Because he said, yeah, I but will it kind of looks like the uh, the people that are behind it. Uh, yeah. Some funny I mean, lady. They and they're, funny. Not, they're not. They're not. They don't believe, believe the lie. About it. What, so what if what if it's not UFO? What if it's not? What if it's just uh, what if it's just government officials behind it? What if they well, got a giant spaceship somewhere ready to fly it's not, off? And, it's not coming from a biblical source, you know. It's coming from an outside source of people that are involved. Some of them are involved with sorcery, so you can't yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have yeah. to fool. You're gonna have to fool the the masses, and and and, and the well, other Bible does not cover everything. Can, like, yeah, the Bible well, sometimes does not, they want to see how much they can fool the masses. So how much? I mean, it's just like the whole uh, prosperity gospel. How, how, you know, how can we take good Bible-believing Christians and turn them into selfish people that only do something because they want to get something? Okay. And so the whole everything yeah. just becomes perverted. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and it's you a know, good and you know, the thing for, is, sister, is a lot of times we 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 sort we look at uh, these prosperity people, but but listen to the response, like like the videos that you do, and I've seen a lot of other videos that are good videos that's bringing out things. Uh, listen to the response. If you if you if you don't block the comments, listen to the response. And if you read Second uh, Peter chapter three, it says they. And they shall follow their pernicious ways. Oh well, yeah, you see that because most of the responses are negative. Yeah, and they mean. Very few are positive. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I only take down the comments if somebody cusses or makes a sexual innuendo. Usually, yeah. I take. Well, them down. But I don't like, care if they criticize me or say. But I, you notice that what you're saying is, yeah, they'll follow their pernicious ways. Yeah. And you see that more and more now is that more people accept the false gospel and they and they and they reject they re, uh, reject the true gospel. Even people that know the Lord are doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then you just have to talk to people a little bit longer and reveal, you know, what's in what's what's there because um, you can't just you know you're in the military or you you go off to college or you you got a new job. And you're talking to people about Jesus, and you got to give them some time to reveal themselves, or they got to give you some time to reveal yourself. So what yeah. I mean by that is, uh, you get your feelings hurt by talking to, you know, Sister Betty, and then she revealed to you all of a sudden that um, God, if you don't have any money, God ain't, you ain't saved. You can't, you can't <laughs> tell me. Up there and tell me you got you saved and God ain't blessing you. You got holes in your sock and all this. I got a lot of holes in my yeah, sock because I don't show my nails. Uh, and you have, and you have <laughs> oh. you got sick, so yo, uh, you don't have any faith. Yeah, it's really a cruel form of you know what they call Christianity. Is yeah. uh, they forget that God is sovereign. So sometimes God does actually make you go through some tribulation because Jesus, it's one of the promises in the Bible. It's a promise yeah. that most people don't quote, though, is Jesus said James, you will first have James, tribulation. The book of James, chapter, talks about count it all joy when you fall into the verse uh, tribulation and temptation because it helps you grow. Yeah. 
It helps you rely on no, Jesus. But, you know, according to the Word of Faith people, no, you can't. If you're going through something, it's something that you did yeah. to make this thing happen. It might be, you know, you made a bad confession or something. So, uh, uh, but it, it really, we we really live in some uh, it, some amazing times where uh, we see that what and Jesus said that this would happen where people would uh, call good evil and evil good. Yeah. And we're seeing that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And then you sit I up there and you day. watch. Yeah, you sit up there and you and you watch. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, televangelists. Uh, I don't wish no. I don't even think about it myself. People say, "Well, you wish they're gonna fall and all this other stuff." I'm like, dude, they can. They gonna fall their own self. Yeah, I don't have to wish nothing. I don't, I don't look into. The, I don't look into their lives. I mean, I really don't care. You know, well, the only thing gonna... I care about is this, the uh, is correcting the false teachings because you know, yeah, we're exactly. we're responsible to uh, if we're going to teach the Bible is to teach yeah. the Bible correctly. So if someone's uh, teaching the Bible incorrectly, then we have every right to uh, make the correction. Uh, as far as their personal life, um, their walk with the Lord, I hope that uh, they repent and get their lives right with God before it's too late. Yeah. Uh, because everything can be taken away from you. You can have, uh, we remember what happened to Jim Baker years ago. He was one of the wealthiest TV evangelists. He had everything. He was invited to the White House, and then all of a sudden he's in prison cleaning toilets, and he loses yeah. everything. He loses all his money. He loses his wife. And uh, so you can be on top of the world one day, but God can get your attention and he can take it all away from you. So, well, it's uh, like Haggard. Haggard didn't go to jail. Haggard didn't, the one in uh, Colorado, that got caught with the homosexual. Part, uh, oh, yeah, and then using the mess. No, he didn't go to jail. He didn't, no, he lose, didn't. He didn't uh, lose his wife, but he lost the ministry. He ended up on the road looking for jobs. Because, remember, he was a pastor of a big oh, church. Oh, he was a pastor of a large couple. church. He was also the head of the... A National yeah. Association of Evangelicals, which I don't know how many millions of members they had. Yeah, and, and uh, really... a guy that has a secret life. But the thing yeah. is, it's always the same. It's the same issue that happened with Satan. Is it, it was pride that took yeah. him out. So yeah. uh, you I can see a lot of these creatures. They get they get rich and they get famous and then uh, they get into pride. Uh, yeah. And uh, then. God will warn them if they belong to God. He will warn them. He'll do everything he can to try to save them from public humiliation. But sooner or later, he will. your sin will find you out, and it will be in the newspaper. Yeah, uh, how much time we have? Uh, we just have about uh, six minutes. Okay. I, can I, I want to say something right quick of you. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I, like I, I, I don't... Um, want to say this as if I really um, uh, care to a point where I'm making people my enemies and stuff like that, but um, I don't mind for people who are post and mid and pre and all millennial view, point of view, but one thing I wanted to say is this, because we just got to talk about the televangelism, when, when you believe that Jesus Christ can come at any moment, uh, it changes your perspective. It changes your whole life perspective. Uh, uh, when you know when Jesus and the Christ is going to come back, when you got to see the Antichrist and the temple built, and, the, and you got to know the exact number of days where the comet's going to hit the earth and, and the grass is going to turn, you know, burn and all this other things. It, it to me, it, it just lets you, it just puts you in a stupor where you start warning people that they need to get food supplies. But when you um, believe that Jesus Christ can come back at any moment pre-trib, it changes your whole perspective. Uh, you, you, and then, and you also need to understand that, yeah, he's he he's, he's not. We have already been saved, so he's not going to get us in front of him and judge us for, you know, you're going into hell now since I'm just made to change my mind. But when we get up there, he is going to review our lives. Um, <laughs> We're not we're not saved by works, but he's going to review our works to see if we were faithful to him and what we did with what he gave us. And if you read the Bible about the talents, uh, it talks about those 
those things. So what I want to tell everybody out there uh, as you listen to this show is that Jesus is coming soon. Uh, we're not told to look for the Antichrist. We look, we're told to look for Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's why he told us those things, because he knew that the church was going to be taken out. And I, I suggest people out there read read the um, research online. Google, you got Google, research the old Israel, um, Jewish customs about marriage, because the customs about marriage will reflect Jesus Christ's marriage to his bride. And it will let you see, you start to see clearly that he, he, God is not going to send his bride through the tribulation period. Why would you do that when you love your bride? Um, so that's why he said, and a lot of people ignore some of the things that he said. He said, I shall keep you out of. It says God has not um, restored us to wrath. And, and, and that's in Thessalonians, the first chapter, uh, the last verse, I think it is. He's not, he's not appointed us to wrath. So it's a, that's a corporate um, punishment, meaning uh, nations are, ju- are judged outside of time, uh, inside of time, and individuals are judged outside of time. So when he said he's not appointed us to wrath, that means that he has not appointed the, the Christians, which is a nation. He calls them a new nation. He says, I should call them the people of, uh, that are not my people, my people, and the Gentile nations. Um, and then he says, uh, in Revelations, uh, excuse me, in Romans chapter 14, until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. That's just, a lot of these things, people say, well, the rapture came from some old lady that was, a lot of, if you just look at the Bible, you see God's nature. You see that he took Lot out. He even gave you the answer right there, just Lot by itself. Will you destroy the city if there was ten righteous people? No. How are we found righteous? Through the cross. So Jesus paved the way for us on the cross and if you're not if you're not saved uh ask jesus to, to come into your heart uh and he will he will come in and he will save you and and he will change you he, he loves you too much to leave you the way you are Hallelujah. he's going to change you uh, and he's going to uh be with you in the times of trouble and tribulation that will you will encounter but blessed is the man who will Join the, you know, with Jesus the last couple of days, you know, that that's what exactly what he's doing, you know. Well, uh, some, some people will be surprised because uh, yeah, especially yeah. people that are Some people are going to be very surprised. I wish I would have did that. They're going to find out the truth. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I would have came in at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, this is nice. Well, you know, they'll say, well, those Christians that uh, we made fun of, they knew what they were talking about. Anybody that's been born again, uh knows Jesus Christ is real, and that's why we're doing this program today, because there's people that are listening and will listen, and you don't know Jesus Christ in a personal way. You could say, oh, yeah, I know Jesus, and I know about Jesus, but you don't. do you know who he really is? Do you know that he's yeah. God? He came down from heaven. He left heaven because he always was and he ever will be, but he came down from heaven. He was born uh of a virgin where Mary was not his mother because God does not have a mother. I mean, she represented a mother figure to him. She brought him forth, but God does not have a mother. And uh, Jesus knew all things because he didn't leave his divinity behind when he came to earth. He was still God. That He came to die on a cross and to save men from their sins, and he can save you today and deliver you. So I want to thank you, Phil, for coming on. And Amen. Uh, we're going to sign off with that. That uh, ye must be born again. Don't fear things that are coming upon the earth, but give your life to Jesus Christ today. Get down on your knees and ask Him to forgive you, and ask Him into your life, and you'll see. You will have a new life, and it's better than the old life. It's a wonderful life. God bless you, Phil. Thank you. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above Oh, I'm going to a city And it's set on a hill And someday I'll be in heaven And there'll be no sorrow there Oh, I'm going to a city It lies four square 
hill And someday I'll be in heaven And there'll be no sorrow Be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. 